I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Welcome to the Surpass Community Podcast. Hello and welcome and I hope you're all well. Uh, so first news then about this new Surpass Community member. So it, the name is Penske. Uh, Penske are a truck uh, leasing organization and they do a, a tech showdown competition. So you can see their images of uh, the trucks. There's a practical component to it, but also what they do is they, it's a national program. So they're using the Surpass platform for uh, part of the uh, uh, screening process of uh, recruitment and then everyone gets together for uh, the winners get forward uh, go forward for a, a kind of tech showdown where they they get to um, uh, demonstrate their uh, maintenance skills on the trucks uh, there's have a look at the news page it's a fantastic video that explains it all a lot better than i am uh, but it's really really interesting it's a really different way of using surpass as part of uh, an assessment program so uh, do please check that out so very welcome to penske um okay so next up we're going to be talking about the uh, surpass release we've got extended boolean logic uh, in this we've got a, a little bit of a video clip from a release webinar that was uh, in november uh, with nathan and jack uh, and they're talking about a new feature so let's listen to nathan jack talking about the extended boolean logic next feature is about extended Boolean logic for item search. Mm. So in the last release, um, again, Ashley and Ruth went through um, how this had been redesigned um, because we've basically introduced Boolean logic for item search, such as and requires a match on all parameters and or requires match on at least one parameters, um, one parameter rather, which would enable you to you know, use the item search functionality in a much more customizable way to find the items if you've got a lot of them. Um, and we've added that to that a little bit more in this release, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. The the twelve twenty two changes um, were a pretty big overhaul, a complete overhaul, really, of the item search screen. Um, and we've just, yeah, like you said, improved that a little bit more with twelve twenty three. So, in the last release, we all of the kind of um, item search parameters were inclusive. Okay, so if we just have a look at my screen. Um, I have the all text search parameter selected here. And so I could search for, let's say, oops, I could spell my own name, Nathan. So if I performed this search, it would bring up all of the items that contained Nathan in the text somewhere. Okay, be it in the question stem, the name of the item, answer options. But we've now added um, exclusive searching as well, rather than just inclusive. So rather than just contains, we could now have does not contain. So if you wanted to find all the items that did not contain Nathan, because you had a tremendous dislike for me, perhaps, um, you could you could perform that. So if I clicked on search, it would find me all the items that do not have Nathan in the title, question stem, and so on. And we've added these exclusive options to lots of different parameters. So that was just the text one. I could go to subject. Previously, it was just is any of. Now we've added is none of, which would mean, right, don't show me anything from this particular subject. Um, so, yeah, really improved the flexibility of that and added those exclusive searches as well as the inclusive stuff that we had in, in 1222. So, again, it was already really, really useful as of the 1222 revamp, and it's just kind of improving that. 
Uh, so it's a really excellent webinar. I do recommend you check it out. If you want to see that webinar, then go to spass.com slash webinars. Um, while we're on the subject of webinars, uh, we had a webinar yesterday with Carrie and Sue from the test delivery services team, uh, where we looked at the test internet network and really all the work that's gone into uh, making it a business as usual uh, following COVID-19. So when March came, unfortunately, a lot of the test centers shut down. Um, that was just the nature of uh, the global network and the global response to the pandemic. Everyone got an opportunity to get prepared for reopening. A lot of people switched to online proctoring. We had 17 members of this past community who did that. Um, but a lot of organizations wanted to get back on board with uh, testing. So um, here's Kerry just giving a bit of an insight into what the team do. And we'll play some more clips from that as well. Yes, absolutely. Well, Obviously, we offer a range of professional uh, test delivery services, but um, I think the main focus really is to offer tailor-made solutions um, that basically um, are made to suit the business needs of the customer. That can obviously be um, providing a global test center network um, or a secure online invigilation service. Um, we're talking about the test center network. Um, that's that kind of covers over 250 audited surpass ready centers worldwide. Um, and I think the key is that the team works so hard um, to meet customer needs and then to enable um, basically to for candidates to sit their exam in a safe, secure and comfortable environment um, whilst also meeting all the technical and logical um, log <laughs> I can't speak logistical requirements of the test um, their responsibility really um, is to guarantee that the center um, network meets the relevant customer requirements um, and that can include capacity management um, operational queries um, and also um, most importantly ensuring full security and um, up-to-date training of invigilators and monitoring that and making sure that um, everybody who is involved in the test center network knows exactly what they're doing um, on exam day. Um, obviously, um, when you're talking about our services, then um, the test center, um, the test delivery services team are also responsible for managing online invigilation exam sessions and to provide candidates with the opportunity um, to sit their exams at home or in the workplace. Um, this really includes the management of the online invigilation platform um, and meeting the specifications of the customer um, and building an ever-growing team of online invigilators that we have also. I think really the key thing I just want to point at this stage, uh, make a point of at this stage really, is that quality is of utmost importance to us. Um, we're always looking at new ways um, to monitor and raise standards across our services to enable maximum flexibility and provide um, the guarantee that we can adopt really to the ever-evolving needs of our customers. Um, but I think really with all the changes that we've had this year and it has certainly been quite a year um, the team actually has grown quite substantially um, we now have dedicated managers for both the test center network and the online invigilation services and also we have an excellent um, supporting team across both areas 
so I really would just like to take this opportunity now to introduce um, Sue, um, Sue Palmer, who started with us as test centre um, manager in August. In fact, um, Sue's first week actually um, was quite unusual for a first new week in a new role because uh, it came slap bang in the, uh, to start off all of our new exams after we'd been in lockdown. So uh, it was certainly a lot to learn very, very quickly. <laughs> um, but Sue managed it perfectly and uh, actually came back for another week and is still here. So that's fantastic. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I mean it was um it was definitely sort of jumping in at the deep end um which I have been in positions before in previous roles so um it was actually quite nice to be able to to sort of walk in on the first day get to grips with everything that was going on from an exam session point of view and be able to help as well um which is what I like to do so that was actually really nice. And um, ever since then, I've sort of started to understand the full process, um, sort of from start to finish, from booking exams, um, liaising with clients and centres, and being that sort of middle man, woman, um, to communicate everything. And I think we'll talk about this a lot during the session, but communication is so, so, so important for us, not just within the internal team at BTL, but being that voice for the clients and the centres. Um, so there was a fantastic webinar and it's really nice to meet Sue. We really do welcome her to a team. She was literally parachuted into the team as part of the work. But let's have a look at the other members of the team uh, and say hello to them as well. Hi, I'm Miriam Broom and I'm the Test Delivery Manager for the Online Invigilation Service at BTL. I've been at BTL just over two years. I previously worked in the Test Centre Network team, so you may have seen my name before. But with the explosion of interest in online invigilation, I took over management of the service in the summer. Um, it's very busy with lots of challenges, but very exciting as well. Hi, my name's Sam Adams. I coordinate the in-house reviewing team. We ensure that all in-house reviewed exams are done on time and to the highest quality. Really new to the company, I've just been here over four months. I'm really excited for 2021, especially with increasing volume coming up. Hi, my name's Martine. I've worked at BTL for three years, spending the last two years working with and looking after the test centre networks. Since the growth of online proctoring, I've recently moved to the online invigilation team, working as a coordinator. Very busy, very exciting, and really looking forward to working with some of you. So it's nice there to meet the rest of the team that are working as part of the test delivery services. Uh, we also have news uh, coming out soon uh, about our kind of uh, partnership with Examity as part of the online proctoring offer. And this is just to enhance the existing offer that we, we have, uh, give us more opportunities and scenarios. And I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to announce a webinar um, that we'll be doing with Examity very soon. So as part of this session yesterday, though, we were looking at test centers and one of the big challenges that the, the team faced was um, a large scale examination. The backlog had built up during the, the lockdowns. Um, no testing could take place. When the centers opened, they obviously needed to move a lot of candidates through uh, in a very short space of time. So here's Tom, uh, one of the clips that we got for the uh, session, talking about uh, Excel uh, 
testing event that took place uh, with hundreds of candidates moving in through and, and all the measures they put in place. So over to Tom. So due to the huge number of candidates that wanted to take their test after lockdown, uh, we were able to use uh, the largest conference centre in the UK, that being uh, the XL London. We were really amazed the first day we turned up there to come and see it, and you had the whole of the North Arena open for us. Um, I think Top Gear actually raced a Formula One car down it in one of their episodes, so it really does put into perspective how large this arena actually is. Uh, the way that we'd set this up, um, we'd had uh, essentially four sections of the XL all dedicated towards these exams. Everyone had a huge amount of space around them, so there was no problems with social distancing. Uh, and they were one of the first venues to actually invest in the um, uh, antiviral mist uh, that comes down from the ceiling. So in between exams as well, all of the um, equipment and everything inside the venue was sanitised. We actually had set up a um, Disney-style queuing system so that we had no uh, bundles of people all coming in at one time. Uh, there was no one bunching together at any of the uh, entrances or exits. And that venue led itself really well to be able to have uh, people walking in, taking their exam and walking out of a different venue. We were fortunate enough to have uh, an inspection from the uh, Newham Council as well. They came down to see how we were running, were we running under COVID secure guidelines, had we put in place everything that we'd told the council beforehand we were going to do. Really pleased to say they were so happy with the way that this was running and gave us the green light to say, yes, you can carry on doing exams in this manner. Um, with the XL, uh, being such a, a large venue, it, it involved lots of moving parts of getting that off the ground and, and really bringing that together. One of them was the sheer amount of people that was needed to staff it, not, not to mention just our invigilation staff uh, and admin staff. We actually had security guards on site as well to manage all of the entrance and ex exits. So it really was a, a huge operation to service around, there was 480 candidates per session doing that exam there so it was a big operation so you can watch the full webinar uh, by going to spass.com slash webinars that will be available uh, for you um so it's a fascinating conversation a really really interesting insight some things that you just don't think about in terms of the logistics that go into planning tests uh, especially during the covid uh, period just a reminder then in terms of events which are taking place so we atp uh called for papers for their virtual conference in april um now that's actually been extended i think till the 7th of december uh, it was yesterday or early this week um so please do check that out it's really worth getting your submission in there the peas in the pod sessions were really well uh, received at the virtual conference this year so please do check that out whilst we're still on atp one of their events is taking place at the moment so that's the third and fourth of uh, december so um you'll just be able to catch i think probably the last part of the fourth uh, certainly if you register you'll be able to access um the uh the pre uh, the recordings of that and i do actually believe the recordings for the bmc conference uh, are out now as well so please do check those out and hopefully bring in more news and information about those we have another webinar coming up on the 15th of December. Uh, we'll be with um, uh, the uh, Psyker from South Africa uh, talking about accountancy there. ICAS will actually also be joining us from Scotland and we will hopefully have another guest uh, speak along as well. So hopefully I'll be able to announce that next week. Um, if you do want to see those, then please do go to uh, spass.com slash sign up. Um, 
Now, just before we end, I just want to signpost uh, something that might be of, of interest to you. So just bearing with us, share my screen. Um, so uh, Alpha Plus, uh, we work very closely with them um, on a number of projects, particularly the Welsh Government National Progress Testing. Um, they do a blog series and a newsletter series, and it's worth uh, checking that out. Dave Mellor recently um, brought out a uh, published a report talking about the GCSE and A-levels assessments and why is it quite a hard problem and it's worth checking that out um, this is really i suppose in conjunction with the news that was announced yesterday that uh, there's going to be alternative measures put in place for gcses and a levels in terms of um, focusing on core content and uh, giving out some information ahead of the time that's obviously what's happened in england there's scotland and wales are taking different uh, approaches um, and I'd really be interested to hear what's happening on, in your location around the world. So, you know, how are your countries approaching uh, the national examination series, school leaving examinations that potentially would take place in, in summer? I do believe that they uh, happen in most places. Um, you may also be interested to hear a podcast uh, of a presentation that Dave Miller gave as part of this past conference. Uh, so if you search out SPAS uh, Assessment Community Podcast, uh, you'll find more information about that. Uh, and you'll be able to listen to Dave and 54 other podcasts which are available uh, for you to tune into. So that's it from me today. I hope you're all fine and well and staying healthy. If you've got any questions, then please do get in touch. There's my email address. Uh, and I'll see you next week. Take care and goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, visit Surpass.com. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.